You're listening to the Health by Design podcast, and I'm your host, Roar Alexander, wellness architect and functional lifestylist. I spent nearly six years of my life on a journey through the ancient East to bring you the cutting-edge combination of modern Western health sciences blended with the time-proven ancient traditions, principles, and practices that have flourished through thousands of years across countless cultures, peoples, and nations. Join me and my many special guests from all corners of the globe as we aim to help you live stronger, longer, and better. Hi guys, so I'm here with Jason Mazik. You are a building biologist consultant, correct? Yes, that's correct. So what does that mean exactly? That just means that I'm gonna try to make a living space or a working space more like nature. So using nature as a gold standard. Okay, so what does that mean when you say nature? Because, you know, if I talk to a feng shui person, you know, they'll say the same thing. If I talk to a biophilic design person, they'll say, well, we try to plant trees. A feng shui person says we try to go with the circadian rhythm. Um, you know, I could talk to a holistic, you know, holistic, say, decorator, and yeah. they'll want to decorate your house and, you know, plants and, like, all free fabrics and stuff like that. Yeah. What, what do you do? You're a little bit different because you're a little more on the technological side. Yes. Yes. Uh, and that's also me personally. So... On the tech side of things, um, I specialize in something called EMF. Um, On the building biology side, EMF is just a piece of the pie. Mm -hmm. Um, But typically you'll go into a home and you'll look at the materials, how it's built. Um, A building biologist can either be used to mitigate an existing home, change the materials inside the home to make it more holistic, um, remove electrical EMFs, or we can start from the ground up. We can work with an architect or an engineer and say, how about we wire a home this way? How about we use these materials? Even to the point of um, location of where materials are made and how materials are made for the home. Mm-hmm. Now, what about the actual locations of home when somebody's looking, for instance, somebody's house being parked underneath hydro wires and stuff like that? Right, so a home under hydro wires, our, my equipment would typically say you need to be about 500 feet away from okay. transmission lines. Um, distribution lines are slightly different uh, they run everywhere uh, but again we would meter for those lines give you the information mm-hmm. give you the limits of what we think limits are and you would make a decision gotcha so let me ask you a question so let's go back how does because this is pretty new to be the building biology thing what is the like what are the is there is there a diploma in this a degree is this a university thing like how does how does it work it all started in the 70s in Germany. Okay. Um, and back then they were looking at why people are getting sick and taking a look at the environmental side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, there was a school there. That school then came to the United States. There, um, there's a certification through uh, the Building Biology and Ecology International School. Okay. Um, based out of Santa Fe, but most of their stuff is online, and uh, you go there for seminars. Mm-hmm. Um, but typically That's a five-day seminar? It's a five-day seminar, and there's, I've done four of them. Okay. There's four total. And yeah, so you receive this certification. Um, I have a diploma in audio engineering, so typically what you're finding in the sort of grassroots movement are people that are specialized in something else and they're like, oh, this makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I've worked with architects and other engineers and um, other groups of people. Because hmm. yeah. this is a pretty, the whole nature, living with nature is a very fast growing sort of area, isn't it? Um, just, in like, just in the last year so far, you know, I've interviewed um, a Terry Chow. She's a feng shui master in Hong Kong. And we talked a little bit more about, um, she does a contemporary take on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've talked to a couple other feng shui people, but I've talked to, I have an interview coming up with a biophilic designer. Um, do you, you know they, where they do all the, basically it's the biophilic design is where they take plants outside and put them inside so it's like building nature oh, I see. so they're like there yeah they were yeah, there. Yeah. you've heard of the is it the google spheres down in seattle these big spheres they built the people's offices are in them 
they're like in the offices <laughs> of the forest, something <laughs> like that. So yeah, yeah. so that's yes. biophilic design. Yeah. I always say it's kind of like um, an extension. I, I come back, extension of feng shui. A lot of people like think feng shui is more, I know it sounds weird because people sometimes don't quite get feng shui and they think when I talk about I'm talking about the placement of things. But really, it's all about more living with nature and circadian rhythm. And yeah, my and kitchen nature. designer said, don't line up your stove with your sink. Yeah, so there's, I don't agree with that side of it necessarily, um, but there's definitely some interesting aspects yes, to it, absolutely. for sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, especially the more modern take on it, which is more talking about the clean air, mm -hmm. uh, the, the different chemicals in the yep. home, and the circadian lighting and all yep. that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, there's but, a lot of crossover because we deal with lighting, we deal with sound, um, yeah, we deal with air. Yeah, I would that. say, you know, I think what you do is almost like, it's like a, a Western medical version of feng shui. You know, sure. really kind of what it is. Like I functional, like that. I say, yep. the same thing idea. Functional medicine is sort of the same idea. So, functional medicine is kind of the West answer to traditional Chinese medicine. Mm -hmm. um, at, at least when I look at the two, they parallel each other. Yep. They're both looking for the root cause versus just trying to cure the symptoms. Right. But they just do it very differently. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like I, I also interviewed another woman. She's uh, the first ever I've heard of a wellness architect. I like that. So she designs homes like right from the ground up, like you sort of like what you would do, similar to, you know, talking about all the different materials you would use. And she was talking about the lead uh, in that interview. She talked about the lead. Um, I guess there's a program called Lead L E E D, mm -hmm. which talks about green materials mm -hmm. for, for buildings. Mm -hmm. But then she, I guess the well standard is where they also talk about what happens on the inside of the building Correct. as well. So. But now, the one thing she did not know about, and the one thing that I really want to talk to you about, um, is the EMF side. Sure. Lately, there's been a lot of kind of discussion. Again, it's kind of in the higher ends of health. It's not on the typical people, like the typical person on the street doesn't seem to be coming in. You know, like I've worked in nutrition and wellness stores and everything, personal training gyms, and I've never had anybody ask me about, you know, the EMF stuff. Some people are aware of it. But... There's recently, like in the higher ends, like I said, like Nicholas Pinot, I believe, uh, he brought out his new book called The Non-Tinfoil Guide to EMFs. So what is it about EMFs that we should be so aware about? Like, are these foo-foo? Is this nonsense? Or is this real stuff? It is. Uh, it's another stressor. Okay. So it's another slice. So there are studies that are showing some form of stress. Like, we can go through all that sciencey stuff if you want, but... Big well, case in point, technical. case in point, <laughs> it's just another thing that's that's causing stress on our bodies. Which could lead to inflammation. Which can lead to inflammation, which can, gotcha. can lead to all these other things. Um, and there's a whole spectrum of EMFs, mm -hmm. right? Because uh, saying electromagnetic field is saying electricity up to x-ray. Yes. And light. And I think that's what a lot of people don't get. When you say the word EMF, everybody just thinks EMF is Wi-Fi and cell phone. No. But it's literally microwaves, gamma radiation, like yeah. Hulk, x-rays, yeah. everything in the spectrum. I believe in his book, he rated like radio signals of the mechanical signals. On it. He broke it down to yeah. four or five. Yeah. But so, you know, a lot of people though, let's talk about it because a lot of people will say, you know, it doesn't, they, they look at it, they can't see it, it doesn't really hurt them, you know, right. they don't really get a headache from it for the most part, they should notice, but what are some of the, the, what are some of the reasons we should be concerned about EMFs? Well, there are, it's about 3% of the population do get uh, instant reaction, so they'll get a headache, um, they'll get anxiety, they'll get something, well, boom, it'll instantly happen for them okay. with a cell phone with a Wi-Fi. Gotcha. So and then we're now we're talking three percent has an acute reaction. Has an acute reaction. So there, and and now we're talking about EMF in the lower part of the spectrum. We're talking about EMF below infrared. Okay. Right. So so this is where the controversial world is. Mm. Is there biological harm? Um, we do know something biologically is happening. The mm -hmm. argument now is: Is it harmful? Gotcha. Okay. That's the argument now. Um, Based off what I've read, based off different people that I've spoken to, based off personal experience, there is something biologically happening. And even with studies, even with myself, it really depends. So some study will say yes, some study will say no, and then they'll both say we need to do more studies. Yeah, because <laughs> what I was reading was really interesting because he was in this book. I have to go back to this book because it's the it. main book yeah. I've read. He basically said, basically he said this, is that all the studies from the cell phone companies and everything, all those guys show it's really safe. 
And then all the studies from the non-cell phone companies are basically saying, no, it's not safe. There's tons of proof that it's not safe. So what, why, is this, why is there so much, like how can one study say it's perfectly safe and another study say it's not safe at all? Well, I can tell you that I have found one study in 2010 where they said by T-Mobile. Okay. Um, and so the cell phone company. The cell phone company. Yeah. And the, the, the study said, it said around schools and daycares and, and public places, keep it below this level. Okay. Why? They said, why? Because there's something biologically happening and we're not sure what it is. Hmm. Um, so the cell phone companies can say there's no harm happening. Yeah. Absolutely. Because they're, it's still controversial. Yeah. If there's harm happening, there's nothing conclusive that is saying that's, that's an argument right now because because of other certain reasons, but they still can say, the government says, this is my limit. I'm within that limit. The government says there's no harm at this limit. I'm within that limit. Fine. Gotcha. Um, okay. And also, you know, you also have the biases, right? So you have on mm. both sides, you have the bias of the cell phone companies saying, you know, we've done all these studies and they're paying these studies to happen and the studies turn out that, yeah, there's not much happening, and then the bias is on the other side. Mm. So, yeah. you kind of you, you <laughs> yeah, have to sure. take all the information in as yeah. much as you can, and and base your decision on that. Gotcha. Now, I noticed on the iPhone because I was watching some videos. There actually there is a warning on the iPhone inside the settings, basically that. Long story short, it basically tells you not to hold it directly against your half, head. Half an inch. Away. Yeah, half an inch. But nobody does body. that. But nobody does that right. in real life. Now, why is, it, why is it the distance matters? For that measurement, that distance matters on the heating of your flesh. Okay. So that is there, the heating. Because the phone does, because the older, especially the older yeah. cell phones would really heat up. Yeah. I mean, you can feel it. If you were talking on your phone for an hour, your, your head feels hot. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, and there's also a, there's a study that shows that, that the glucose goes over to this side of your head and all your, your neurons are going yum, yum, yum with the glucose and then it takes three hours to equalize again. Really? So there's studies like that. Is that harmful? I don't know, but I don't want to it do it. It doesn't sound good though. It doesn't sound good. No. <laughs> <laughs> now, I've also read uh, some studies that said that um, Wi-Fi signals particularly can even interfere. Have you heard anything about interfering with melatonin? It can suppress melatonin for... Yeah, so that theory is coming from the whole blue light thing. Okay. Um, if yeah, a, lot yeah, of, yeah. a lot of you guys know about the blue light, and my optometrist has already said, don't look at your cell phone one hour before bed. Yes, for sure. Every optometrist will tell you that now. Um, so the theory with the melatonin is that these frequencies are so close to light that they are also affecting the melatonin as well. Okay, so you're not talking about the actual light right now. We're, we're talking about the, the signal from the, the... The signal from the cell phones is the also the doing phone. the, same, the thing same thing that blue light's doing. Oh, very interesting. Yes. Now, is this, again, does this have to be close to you? Or is this like, is it like, you know, your router somewhere in your house? Like, because I keep hearing things, you know, you hear that, like, the distance matters. Yeah. Dis does distance matter? Does distance not Dis matter? Distance is a big deal. Um, okay. Near field is where they are finding DNA breakage. Okay. So, so, so let's say cell phone right beside you. Laptop on your lap. Laptop on your lap. It's That's right been shown near, to decrease testosterone right, and, and brain and kills sperm. sperm count and, yeah. and makes your sperm not so smart. Stupid sperm. It might be a benefit for some people. But uh, that that distance they're finding with the right sort of solution and the right situation there's something called double strand DNA breakage that's happening hmm. and 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 yeah so that happens so if you take that distance away if you double the distance mm -hmm. then you have half a stronger field okay so um, so yeah distance helps absolutely now what about because I've heard back and forth on it even even Ben Greenfield I've heard him mention he was talking once that he doesn't think that the, uh, this is one quote, I don't know if he's changed his mind, but he had said that he didn't consider Bluetooth as much of a concern as Wi-Fi, but some of the stuff I read is saying, you should probably just be about as concerned with Bluetooth. So what about the Bluetooth, like the average person is walking around, I would say majority of the people are walking around with Bluetooth earphones in right. their ears. So um, just recently, a uh, lovely man stopped sleeping. Okay. Uh, wife said, you know, 
what's going on? We don't know. Daughter knew all about EMS. Daughter contacts me, says, you need to go to my parents' house. Go there. Mm -hmm. He's wearing these, the giant Bluetooth, so watching TV. Meditation, oh, watching TV, watching okay. TV with giant Bluetooth every night for about two or three hours yep. on the sides of his head. So I okay. took the meter, one of my meters, and I measured it, and it was over 20,000 microwatts per meter squared. Wow, that sounds like a lot. I had to go back, to go we'll back. We'll talk about that in a minute, because it could be a lot. <laughs> well, microwatts, <laughs> milliwatts. Anyways, so stopped doing that. I just wired in his headphones mitigated some other things in his sleeping area. Boom, he started sleeping again. Okay. Um, the Bluetooth, going back to Bluetooth, yes. So Ben Greenfield, correct. Bluetooth is super low energy. It is the same wavelength as your microwave. Mm. So um, I do want to talk cooking, about, because those are food. controversial. When you're, cooking, when you're cooking food, yeah. Bluetooth is the same, similar wavelength as your microwave. Bluetooth, from my measurements, from three feet away, mm -hmm. really low. So. For me, putting Bluetooth, again, right by my well, that's head. What you, you said three feet away. Right. But the problem is your earphones aren't three feet away. Exactly. They're inside your yeah. ear. So that's my problem with Bluetooth is it's utilizing headphones, stuff that's really close to you, mm -hmm. um, close to your biology, and it's, and it's causing a stressor. Okay. The level of the stressor, we don't know, but we do know that it does cause a stress on your biology. Okay, so then knowing our cell phones, everybody carries in their pockets and stuff like that, that's definitely worse, probably, for sure, than the blue Everyone's TV. different. Yeah. Everyone's yeah, different. So, so it also depends on where you are in, in relation. So the, the thing with EMF is, is everything's moving around. If you're really far away from a cell tower, mm -hmm. your cell phone's going crazy. Okay. So you can imagine it's looking it's, first. It's, you know, looking, right? it's, yeah. it's bubble is about Yeah, this. I turn off my Wi-Fi whenever I walk around. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's bubble is huge because it's looking for the cell tower. It's really far away. And when you have that little bar on your cell phone, mm -hmm. your cell phone's working really hard to okay. continue to have a signal. Okay. The closer you are to the cell tower, your, the radiation from your cell phone goes down. Mm. However, <laughs> you're now close to a cell tower. Yeah, so you can't really so, wait. You're close to the cell tower, right. which got tons of so radiation. So after speaking with a lovely German woman engineer on the island, she did say that it's better to be closer to, <laughs> there's a certain distance, a little yeah. bit closer to a cell tower than so far away. So if you're in a basement trying to use your cell phone, yeah. you're really radiating your head more than you would be if you were just outside on the street. Okay. Well, so with Bluetooth... Um, Bluetooth, they have, they have different, you know, there's six foot radiuses, there's 30 meter radiuses, so there's, and there's different levels of Bluetooth. And now there's companies that have proprietary, they don't even call it Bluetooth, but it's mm. in the same range. Um, all EMFs are doing something, mm. and distance is your friend, we're turning it off. Gotcha. Now, you brought up the, the word microwave. And I want to talk about that for a minute because even in the nutrition stores, you know, and everything, I would say it's the majority of the customers don't use microwaves. Yes. Um, you know, anybody that I talk to is really into wellness doesn't use microwaves. Dr. Sachin Patel recently actually did a video where he turned on his microwave and he just showed his meter going insane. Yeah. yeah. Do you own a microwave at your house? No. No. Okay. So what's your thought on microwaves? Again, people, again, they're not standing with their stomach right to them, yeah. which is going to be stupid, but. Yeah. Uh, it's about, so from the front of the microwave, there's always leakage around the door. Okay. If you're behind the microwave, it's a lot less. Um, from what I read in studies, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, I say studies, and what does that mean? But the food cooks almost exactly the same. The nutrients are almost the same as if you cook it on a stove. Mm -hmm. There's arguments to that. Yeah. From the EMF standpoint, it's six meters away from the front of the door. If you're going to six use meters, meters from the front of your microwave from, from door. From the microwave it's door. Like Eighteen feet. Yeah. Twenty feet. Yeah. Wow. That would be a, a safe distance. Wow, that's bigger than most people's condos in downtown Vancouver. <laughs> now, the argument with the microwave yeah. is it's not on that often. Yes. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So the argument is, is we have these digital pulsing waves at us that are coming from cell phones and Wi-Fi all the time. Mm -hmm. And you use your microwave once like a once day. Like once a day or twice a day. Right? So is, like that, is that microwave your biggest stressor? Mm -hmm. I don't no, think so. Even think though so. it's a huge electromagnetic field yeah 
Is that your biggest stressor? I don't think so because it's not on all the time. Yeah, it's only on for a minute or two times, right. once or twice a day, like right. you said. Huh. Now, what about, so let's, let's talk about some of the other things then that you t traditionally find at home. So you had mentioned there is, there is the, the Wi-Fi signal. Was mm -hmm. that a radio signal? Would that be called? Yeah, people radio can call it signal. RF. Sometimes okay. the terms are interchangeable. High okay. frequency RF. It's just... All right, so we'll call it an RF just for interest sake. Um, Bluetooth would be an RF. Microwaves and RF, based yep. on what you said. Yeah. So then, what about you know you came in here and you measured a refrigerator? That would yes. not be RF. That is the electrical world. So okay. there's a lot of argument, uh, especially um, from my instructors down in the building biology down in Santa Fe, mm -hmm. that in the electrical world, and we did spend a lot more time. The fridges have something called a magnetic field. And that's when you have something plugged in and turned on, you have current running through the wire, and there's sort of like a spiral going around that wire. Yeah. Um, if it's wired correctly, um, the spiral is small, so you'll have the both signals coming back and forth. Okay. And you'll have a little magnetic field. Mm -hmm. Fridges have motors in them, so it's called a point source, and that is just a natural creation of a big magnetic field. Okay. Um, and you wouldn't want to sleep beside a fridge. You wouldn't want to sleep beside a fridge that was opposite the wall. Let's say your kitchen's on one side of the wall and your bedroom's on the other. Mm. You'd want to have your bed on the opposite side of the room. Gotcha. Um, anything like that has a motor, air conditioners, fans. Well, drying and washing machines? Washing and dryers, okay. uh, stoves, all okay. that jazz, distance from the bedroom. Gotcha, so you wanna make sure that you are, so basically if you have a house or condo, or apartment, whatever you're living, you don't want a large appliance for the most part to be on the other side yeah. of where you are. Now, so, what about things, now let's just talk about plugs in general, you know, because a lot of people's beds, you know, there's the outlets here and there. Mm -hmm. Like for instance, even in my bed, there's an outlet only a couple yep. feet away from me. Now, if there's nothing plugged into that outlet, does it matter? Like if I plug it, let's say I'm charging my mm -hmm. phone at night, even mm -hmm. though I turn my phone on, on airplane mode, yeah. but I plug it in, but the, you know, the, so my bed's right here, the wire's right here, phone's sitting there, so yeah. my head's only about two feet away from that plugged plug. I'm assuming that plug would be bringing electricity in to charge the phone, yeah. right? If I unplug that, does that all of a sudden turn that outlet off or is there still like So the other part of uh, electrical world in the EMF is voltage. So voltage is kind of like little lightning bolts that are always in the air. They're always around us in the city now, ever, ever since electricity was invented. Mm -hmm. um, and there are now things because of how technology has advanced and we've got more motors, we've got more computers, computers and saunas and fridges and <laughs> yep. all this sort of stuff. They're adding on these things called transients. So instead of a beautiful little 60 Hertz wave, which apparently our biology isn't as toxic to, that's arguable as well. They're, they now look like this. They're all, the, the, the wire, if you took an oscilloscope and you plugged it in your wall, it'd be, be, like, it be like this, that, that would be electrical, smooth. and yeah. now it's this crazy spiky thing that's just wild. Okay. Um, that's what's happening at your plug. Okay. Okay, so especially in the city, and that's what's not only happening at your plug, but it's coming through all your walls hmm. as well. Um, and that will couple onto your skin and you can measure it with something called body voltage. So mm -hmm. you can literally measure, you'll hold a brass probe and I can measure how much voltage is just sitting on your skin at any given moment. Huh. Um, and then what we do is we'd flip the breakers off and that would drop. So something that you could try at home is flipping the breaker off to your bedroom. So just turn the electricity off. Turn the electricity off room. completely so there's no voltage even getting into those how wires. I charge my phone. Hey, put it outside. <laughs> I have no alarm. <laughs> what about my wake-up light? I have a Philips wake-up light. I need that. I See, so it's life, lifestyle choices, <laughs> exactly. right? Exactly. So we, you Damn it, live, I got my Philips wake-up light, now I gotta turn off the electricity. I mean, luckily, <laughs> luckily, there is, uh, there are a couple of companies that produce filters. Yeah, so get, I wanna to talk get, about the dirty electricity, yeah, yeah. because that leads into the filtering, right? Yes. Before we get to that, so we're gonna talk about dirty electricity in a minute. Um, before we get to that though, there is a lot of anecdotal evidence though about people, you know, basically shutting off Wi-Fi routers yep. and turning off electricity and them sleeping a lot better. Well, yeah, do you sleep better when you go camping? I, I don't camp, but I'm assuming oh. you would. I, I don't like, I don't like dirt. 
<laughs> I'm, a, I'm in the nature till about nine o'clock at night. Yeah. And I want to be back. In okay, time. well, what about a cabin? But from what I understood, cab- a lot of cabin. Yeah, cabin. I would assume so. Except we've always had electricity and TVs in our cabins. Right, but anyways, I would assume that the answer would be yes. yes. It's, I've read a lot of studies that people say they sleep better. There's outside. even there's <laughs> even there's even even if you have a terrible sleep camping, mm-hmm. you still feel fine the next day. Yeah, which is hmm. kind of odd. Yeah, so you're just dirty. <laughs> don't like camping in any way never have so okay so but there's a lot of evidence behind that now let's go back to the dirty electricity okay, okay. so dirty electricity from what I hear because a lot of people don't quite understand what that is I know it has to do something with like you know they talk about dimmer switches when they talk yeah, about dirty electricity everything so what produces. is dirty electricity are, are the transients what I just spoke about before okay they're harmonics they're transients um, what does that have to do with dimmer switches well the dimmer switch is changing the, uh, the current voltage that's going to the light, right? Okay. And so because of that, that energy has to go somewhere else. So it changes the frequency on the, hmm. on the wave. Now, speaking of changing frequencies, because I was, I was reading, you know, like I said in the book, now they were talking about 5G. Mm-hmm. And they were showing that basically 5G is, is like 10,000 vibrations a second or something like that. Yep. It keep, well, they don't know. 5G is just a, just, just, a, just a, like a commercial term. They're just... Okay. They're just spitting out 5G as something new because like LTE and 4G and 3G were back in the day. Yeah. Um, so they haven't really decided what frequency range they're okay. going to hit yet. But the there's a lot of anti-5G in, in the EMF world. Yes. The reason being is the... The reason being is because the communication telecom companies are slamming it down the government's throats mm-hmm. and saying... Okay, we're gonna put these up every two blocks. They're little cells. They'll look like little white, um, you know, like your bathroom garbage can, little white garbage can. Okay. Yep. That's yeah. what they're gonna look yeah, like. Four, yeah. They'll be about twelve feet up. Okay. And they'll be every two blocks. Every two blocks. Yes. Okay. So they'll be outside everybody's window. Oh, and, good. And wait. super high power because <laughs> yeah. at higher frequencies we need higher power to be able to get through materials. So that's to just crank more electricity. So they gotta they gotta crank it up. And not only that, what I've recently read is, is um, they're also getting the governments to sign off that if there's any health issues arising from this, that it's not their problem. Oh. So all the bills, like in the States that I've read, there's all these bills that are happening. They're, yeah. they're in the small wording. They're saying that it's not their responsibility. It's not their responsibility if there's anything, anything health related and also... Um, the other reason for that, as I also read, is the underwriters are no longer insuring telecom companies for health, hmm. which has happened in Europe. I want to talk to you actually about Europe a bit. Now, I don't expect you to know the rules behind every country, but Europe does seem to have quite a bit stronger um, regulations when it comes to a lot yeah. of the Wi-Fi stuff. Do you know any particular story, any countries? No, they've... they've there's um, somewhere they don't allow it in schools. I've got, yeah, yeah, I've got the list. Well, France and Cyprus... And Israel, there's no longer Wi-Fi allowed in daycares, preschools, and elementary schools. Okay. Um, in the high schools, no one's allowed to use the cell phones, but that might be more of the the social, psychological impact yeah. on technology. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, then, and then in Europe, they also have a recognized disability called EHS, which is electro-hypersensitivity. Okay. So if you have that... And you work for someone that office has that office has to create a space for you that's electrically. So that's an actual. So they've actually legislated it. that yes. as a yes. as a legitimate yes and illness or something uh, disability. Disability. Yeah. Um, and there's places in California and the states now where uh, a lot of schools have stopped it on their own accord with their own controls. So okay. Yeah. Very interesting. Now let's talk about kids for a second. Because based on the books that I was reading, a lot of people nowadays, you know, they, especially for babies, you know, two-year-old, three-year-olds, the best thing to do is just plop them down in front of the iPad, give them the YouTube. Yeah. But, you know, basically what all the theories are saying is that the children, because they, like, you know, they're smaller, they got a thinner skull, everything like that. Yeah. It could be, what's your opinion on, you know, toddlers and children and iPads and Wi-Fis and tablets? You know, I get it. I get it. I'm a parent. I have a little girl. Mm-hmm. Um, parents need time and space, and, mm-hmm. and they need to have their kids' attention grabbed so they can do the dishes, so they can do the laundry, mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff. Um, 
I try to avoid that. I, I, I hardwire my iPad. Okay. I, can, I build a custom cable. Boom, I just hardwire it. Oh, so you, you literally have your iPad plugged into your wall? Yes. Oh, okay. Ethernet and shielded. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, well. Um, or, I could, or I'll plunk them down in front of the TV, or I'll try to get them to play with puzzles and toys. You know, and, and it's a balance. Now, the, sci the, the biological fears is that, yes, so little kid, their blood-brain barrier is much thinner, they're still developing, their cells are still developing, um, and now we are creating a stressor that their little bodies are, are trying to fight off so that they yeah. can grow normally. So any sort of stressor that you're putting on your kid is hindering them in some way. Yeah, because there's an interesting study just came out, not with EMFs, but actually with um, toddlers, babies, and being overweight, because of the use of cleaners. Okay. Yeah, so basically what they showed is that parents who had children, but they used like, you know, vinegar and clean baking soda, apparently their kids were two to three pounds lighter than the kids that had, came from where they used like Mr. Lysol, <laughs> you know, Lysol and Mr. Clean and all that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the theories is because, you know, the kids are touching the floors when your mom's just mopped, and then they, you know, they touch their mouths yeah. and everything like that, and they're basically just killing all their gut yeah. biome. Yeah. So I think people don't realize, and you know, kids are short, they're shorter to the ground too, and a lot of chemicals do tend to go lower to the ground. Yeah. So people don't realize just how delicate, particularly babies kids, and children well, are. Well, I have a colleague who, the, the, the family was beside themselves. They didn't know what was going on. They're, they moved into this new house, and the kid starts having seizures. Hmm. So they brought in a building biologist, and there was a ton of formaldehyde in the carpet. Oh, okay. And as an adult, you're, you're five feet higher up. There's air, more air movement. Yeah. As a baby crawling around, your face is in this yeah, that makes sense. carpet the whole time. Huh. So, so yeah, removing stressors for now, kids is... I guess what parents could do, I guess they're going back to the kids just for, just because I want to give people some solutions too. I guess a good thing you could do on the iPad is probably just download some, say, Easy download solution. some episodes and then just give it to them on Wi-Fi yeah. mode, I guess. So they just airplane mode. Airplane mode, sorry, yeah. <laughs> yeah, airplane mode, yeah. So they would just watch what's been downloaded, yes. I guess yes. that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, let's talk about the other things you do then besides, like, so when you come into a home, you obviously, because you said you, you measure the EMFs, you measure all the different magnetic fields, yep. but you would also just mention now about the, um, was it formaldehyde? Formaldehyde, So yeah. what are the sort of things you look for? Like, what can I expect? What's the process when somebody brings in somebody like you? Well, yeah, so I, most of the time someone that calls me up has some, something chronic happening, some medical, okay. medical issue or, or concern, and uh, they just want their environment clean. Um, I look at air because I find that air movement and air quality is just as important as EMFs. Mm -hmm. And so there's materials. Feng shui. Feng shui. Qi. Yeah, I look at their qi. Uh, the physical qi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you gotta, like, you gotta look at their... Their, their, what they have on their floor. You got to, you, you can walk into a space and you can feel right away. Is the air moving? Does it feel stuffy in here? You know, if you're in a, if you're in a gym. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep saying feng shui to you. <laughs> keep doing it. It's so funny because they sound the same. It's so funny. But anyway, we're gonna gym. So, yeah. yeah, so you're in a gym and there's tons of people and, or you're at a party and it feels kind of stuffy and hot. Yeah, well, there's no circulation. There's no air, yeah. and then you're like, I should open a window. Well, yeah, you should open a window because yeah. guess what? Your carbon dioxide levels are through the roof. Well, that's the thing. People think outside is the air pollution. It's like, no, inside is the air pollution. Oh, outside is cleaner. Um, <laughs> if you can sleep all year round with your window open, you know, like yeah, half I'm an inch. open a centimeter, like all year. Half an inch. Just open. Yeah. Flip on your bathroom fan or something. A bathroom fan will circulate the air in a, in 800 square feet in about an hour. Really? The other thing that uh, when I interviewed Kate, she talked about was having the, you know, the vent on your cooking too. She's a big one on the hood. Sure. Over that. Same idea. So well, now when you measure air, cause like I know when you measure Wi-Fi, you have these meters, you just turn yeah. them on and it's, you know, it goes right up. Yeah. But air, is, it, is that easy? Uh, so yeah, so I, I, I splurged and I went to a company called Grey Wolf and I bought uh, uh, a probe um, that will measure real-time carbon dioxide, carbon monoxide, ozone, total volatile organic compounds. Um, you need a separate meter for formaldehyde. It's, a, it's more of a flashy, expensive test with like a... Anyways. Okay. Um, but uh, with humidity, which is also a big deal in homes, and, um, and your temperature. Hmm. So yeah, so I'll, I'll place that around in the bedrooms and, and I'll see right away and, and and i've been in homes where the total volatile organic compounds are through the roof and then i'm like okay well what's in here and carpets and old carpets or let's say um 
they live right by a big heavy heavy road. Yeah. Dust particulates are yeah, coming for out. Sure. Like in Bangkok when I lived there, God, the place every you were just cleaning is everything was black soot. Yeah, all you're, the yeah time. you're breathing that in. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Ah, it's going through. People say, why'd you move back? I'm like, well, if it's something else, you'd know why. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's covered. Like in yeah. Southeast Asia and India is not yeah. a place known for great air. Yeah. I'm like, why am I eating exercise if I'm just breathing this shit all day long? Right. It makes sense. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, so then I have a thermal imaging camera. Okay. And I'll take that camera and I will find right away if there's, let's say, insulation missing or something called a thermal bridge. Okay. And a thermal bridge is where there's a possibility of a moisture thing happening, cold, hot, Okay. happening quickly. And I just want to see if there's any moisture in there. And I mm -hmm. take a moisture meter, non-invasive. Yeah. And I see if there's anything wet in behind the wall. Okay. I've seen that when they had a flood. Yeah. The guys took it and they scanned and they yeah. could see the water was running down the back of the wall. Yeah. Is that because there's mold back there too? Well, it, well, that's the, that's the theory. So if you, if you see a thermal bridge and there's moisture, the high, high chance there's mold. Hmm. So I'm also hunting for mold because okay. uh, mold is a horrible, awful, awful toxin. Yeah, I know. Inside. For sure. yeah, especially the black mold, right? Mold is, is great. One? Mold is great outside. Yeah. Super important. great in the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> the probiotics is great, but it comes in black mold on your You're breathing it in. Not so no, great. good. Now, what are your thoughts then? Because nowadays, you know, there are a lot of companies that are addressing um, a lot of this stuff. For instance, I interviewed a guy, he just, he's got the world first smart water filter for your tap. You literally just screw in your tap. It's only yeah, about that long, and it's got a light on it and everything. Yeah. But you know, companies like um, Atom Tube, companies like um, uh, I can't remember the name. But anyway, they, they got all these air filters yeah. now. You can put in your home, and they scan yeah. and they sense everything. Do you are you, a, you suggest people get those? Yeah, I have an air purifier. I, I mainly got it because of now is uh, your purifier and scanner because there's no. a lot of these ones now where they actually like yes. like they sit all day and they have the meter on yes. them and i do like them fubot i think, I think it's uh i think it's in the right direction there's always the danger of consumerism right there's always yeah. the danger this isn't really reading what it says yeah um but i appreciate that it's making people think about it yeah because there seem to be a lot more they seem to be popping up on kickstarter almost every day yeah um the one that i really saw that i liked recently i mean i don't know if it works but just just saw it in theory uh, it's called Atom Tube. You just clip it on like your backpack. Okay. And it's like when you're traveling. So if you're traveling, that's a cool all idea. of a sudden like go up to I'm a red and give I'm you down. a beep and it's like, oh shit, I better get off this street. Yes. Yeah. So but that is awesome. Like yeah. especially if it gives you some sort of maximum red light level, like you're in the red. Yeah. Get out. I mean they make EMF meters like that too. Where oh, it's just it? like okay. red, green, and yellow. But yeah, for the for the people like the regular folks, I guess. Yeah, where you need to yeah. have something in your pocket. Yeah. Now are there any actual now yours are quite expensive. Um, yep. Are there, is there anything to the ones that are, you know, like around 69, 79 bucks? Right, of course, because it gives you a baseline. Mm -hmm. um, so you would, let's say you take that meter to the beach. Yeah. Hopefully not with a bunch of people with cell phones. Yeah. And you would read it and you'd be like, okay, this is what it looks like. Then you take it back to your house and you have, now you have a, a baseline and you have like what level I'm at. Okay. So maybe they are not accurate. Mm-hmm. But you have an idea, which I also support in that, okay. that sense. Yeah. Now, what about some other... Let's talk about then, now that we've scared everybody from turning on their electricity and doing anything, let's talk about some of the solutions that we have. I'm going to ask you first, are Himalayan rock salt rant lamps a solution to eat? I love Himalayan rock salt lamps. <laughs> I do too, because they look but cool. They look cool and they... They say they, to put them beside your router. Put it, uh, yeah, I don't know. No, okay. Um, uh, I love them. To death, I have two. Yeah, um, I just love the way they look, the way they make the room feel. Yeah, I, I don't think they're doing anything. Yeah, I mean they're good. They got an incandescent bulb and they're pink, so they're there is good for the blue there light. Is, thing, there is sort of the whole, the whole ionization thing going to like the positive and the negative ions and all that sort of jazz. Mm -hmm. And who did I speak to? I spoke to a doctor about it, and she's like, "Yeah, if you're hugging and licking it, yeah, if you're like really close, <laughs> yeah, basically you say you got to be like within a foot of it to really for it to get any of that sort um, of stuff." Yeah. So yeah. So if you if you I'm not the one, I'm not the guy that goes into the crystals and, okay, the, so, and the other. So we're definitely not hanging crystals all over our house. I love crystals. <laughs> yeah. I do, I, 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 like, I like them. I like the way they feel. I like looking yeah. at them. But they're not protecting you from EMFs I don't EMFs, probably. believe that they're okay. protecting you from EMFs. Now yeah. what about, okay, now let's get into things that are maybe a little more scientific than crystals. What about these discs that go on the back of your phone? That's the size of a quarter, you yeah. stick them on your phone. Harmonizers. Yeah, anything of those. 
I know Defender Shield. A lot of people seem to like the Defender Shield guys. They actually do the full cases. Yeah. And they do like the laptop Well, yeah, cases. there's a full they case. Really... Here's, the, here's the argument with the whole case. Let's we'll start with the harmonizers. Okay. Um, I'm not, I can't go with that because, because the meters are still showing off the charts with the harmonizers. The okay. theory with the harmonizer is, is it's t like, like the filters on the electricity. Mm -hmm. The theory is, is it's making that jagged Wi-Fi signal nice and smooth. Okay. So that your biology can handle it better. Okay. That's what that hasn't been shown. To I, do that. I haven't seen that okay. happen. I don't know if it does. I haven't seen gotcha. a study that makes that work. Okay. Um, what was the next thing? The, the infrared, the full, the full case. The full casing. My argument, having a full case, drop that cell phone into a full shielded case. Mm -hmm. Now that cell phone is going nuts trying to connect to the cell tower. Mm. So its radiation is huge. Mm. So why not just put your phone in airplane mode? Mm. Um, what about the ones, you know, like you're on the airplane and you put the, you got the laptop one. So it's sitting on your right. lap. Would that just, in theory though, just bounce the radiation up towards your face? Correct. Okay. So, I also like the idea of something is better than nothing, mm -hmm. right? So if you're gonna, so if you're using the the thing for your cell phone, great. If you're using something for your lap, awesome, um, because because it's creating almost like a distance between you. Yeah. But correct, it's just hitting you in the face. Wi-Fi, um, the Wi-Fi antennas are in the um, laptop screen. Hmm. And so they're they're in the screen. They're oh, in the okay. screen. Oh, okay. Typically, no, no, no. Okay. typically in the screen. Yeah. Huh. Okay. So now, what about these? Now, you had mentioned something about filters you can plug into your wall. Yeah, that's going back to electricity. Back to yeah. Dirty electricity. Yeah. So there's a couple companies that that have filters that clean the dirty electricity, um, and that theory, you can see on on an oscilloscope that they are in fact, yeah, cleaning it. You can okay. see that. See those frequencies drop off. Mm -hmm. um, and so that theory is, is, is the biology changes. And there, and there have actually been blood glucose studies, I believe, that when those filters go in, the blood glucose normalizes. Mm -hmm. So there are, for that level, there have been proven things that are occurring okay. with those filters. Yeah. What about the mesh boxes that they say to put around your Wi-Fi router? To limit it, right. Yes. So the mesh boxes, probably won't work anymore because the frequencies are so high. Oh, okay. So I would say yes, five years ago. Hmm. Um, but now if you want to fully block something, you got to wrap that sucker in foil. So tinfoil. Well, they're not tinfoil, <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to the yeah. tinfoil hat. But like some sort of, um, there, there are industrial foils now that, that you can get. Okay. Um, there's lots of really nice fabrics now mm -hmm. that work really well. Okay. Um, and uh, to limit the Wi-Fi, you can lower that. With the Wi-Fi routers, you can lower the power on them. You can yeah, get you can right, that, in, right? Get you right can, into them. Yeah. They're all set to 100%. Okay. You can lower them to 10%. Wow, okay. Um, there's a guy in the Netherlands. Yeah, he invented a low power one. There's a low power one. Uh, that's the one that I use. Holistic Wi Fi routers. What's it called? Sorry? Do you know what it's called? He calls it JR, JRS Eco Wi Fi. Yeah, the Eco Wi Fi. That's what it's called. Eco Wi Fi. Yeah. 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 And I, I've, I've, I've used them. I like them. I've measured them. Yeah. They work. Okay. And they, and they sound different. So with my meters, I can pick up what kind of technology based on the acoustics, the sound okay. coming from the meters. So instead of. These, these Wi-Fi routers go So it just sends out a pulse every, a pulse, right? every so, and then second or two or something. Every second or two, and then when something connects to it, it goes burp. Whereas Wi-Fi routers that are commonplace are just screaming all the time. Okay. What about Wi-Fi preventing paint? Yeah, it now, works. In theory, though, if you if you have your phone in your house, though, and you got that on, what should be bouncing the radiation like back into you? Correct. Yeah. So you'd have to. So that's only if you're going to go like 100% Wi-Fi free. So you got no smart TV, well, no Apple TV, no laptop. Well, imagine this. So so you're not going to use your cell phone all the time in your house, right? No. So and you still have windows and doors. Yes. So that signal is going to make its way out. Okay. In and out. Um, the paint. Again, just like having the fabric on your lap mm -hmm. is an awesome step forward. Okay. Um, and uh, the paint also blocks the um, electric fields in your oh, house. Okay. Would you suggest that for the bedroom particularly? Yes, I yeah. like I like the paint in the bedroom. Okay. Over, you can also get something called a canopy. 
Yes, I've seen those. Right? Yeah. So like I prefer princess. The, yes, you can do princess canopy. <laughs> uh, and do you have a princess canopy in your bed? No, no. I don't. I, I live in a cave. No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no. No. Um, no. I just live in an area with super low EMFs, and that's okay. fine, fine for me. Yeah. Did you purposely move there, or is it just a, a I knew about it? Yeah. Um, and so yeah, and so that I moved there. Now are these lead, uh, these uh, what are the EMF blocking paint? Can you just pick them at any store or no? No. Um, I supply Y Shield hardware. There's two types that work. Um, one is much more expensive. It's arguably more well engineered, but I I haven't seen either one work better than the other one. Okay. Um, you need to, they're black, it's black, it's like chalk. So it's mm -hmm. like two coats. Yeah. And then you need three coats to get back to your color. Okay. So it's labor intensive. Gotcha. Um, and then the, and the last thing is you can't really use the paint unless you have someone check out your house first. Yeah, so that would kind of make sense. Yeah, because... because I mean, like, um, why do you want to buy a bunch of filters? And right, well, you might, you might not need it, yeah. and you also need this paint grounded properly. Um, because the paint or the canopy or even the filters, if they're mm -hmm. not installed bright, you can make yourself more sick. Yeah. Okay. So it's something, mm -hmm. it's something to keep in mind. I'm just going to keep throwing things at you because it's such yeah. a big topic. Yeah, and it's so... You say a word and things keep popping into my head. Now, I noticed you're wearing glasses. Yes. Plastic glasses. Yes. In the book I was reading, he was actually talking about when you wear metal glasses, it yeah. can actually work as a conductor. Is that sure. true? Yeah. Yeah, you okay. can pick it up. I mean, you're an antenna. I'm an antenna. Yeah. Bodies now, of water. Now, speaking about antennas and conductors, before we started, you talked about beds. Now, we're talking about bedroom. You talked about... So a lot of people will think about this. Um is the springs in the bed. So you have a compass that you carry on. Yeah, Can you yeah. tell us why should people, people right now go, what does a spring in the bed? My bed's not plugged in, which we are gonna talk yeah. about grounding beds and yeah. things in a minute too. Tell, what, what's the big deal about springs and beds? Well, so any metal around the bed, so metal frame, mm -hmm. bed, um, springs in the bed. So if we're talking about DC, then what ends up happening is you're always sitting on this one, you get up in the morning, you sit on the corner of the bed. You get up in the morning, you sit on the corner of the bed. And that coil is going, that energy isn't going anywhere, it's staying there. Okay. So a compass can pick that energy up and what'll happen, you know, we're all naturally um, designed, our biology is naturally used to, north being this way, south being this way, east and mm -hmm. west being that way. Well, feng shui. Just, feng shui. <laughs> you, take a, you take a compass and it does whoop. Right. And, and to me, I don't want to sleep on something where a compass is spinning no. 180 degrees. Yeah. Um, and that's what spring mattresses and metal frames really, do as well. Because really, they're, they're attracting all the, 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 the electrical current. Different. So be, oh, sorry. Different. Different. So, yes. So, the compass is picking up a DC magnetic field. Okay. Okay. Which is the same as the Earth. Mm -hmm. the, that coupling that you're talking about coming from the voltage in the air, or if you had a large electric AC magnetic field, That'll couple onto the bed, okay. um, or voltage will come onto the bed as well, and, and kind of just pick it up like an antenna, and you're on that bed too, and hmm. it's just a stressor. It's it's not um, it's not one way or the other. It's a piece of the puzzle that might make you a little bit healthier. The mattresses. Now let's talk about grounding. Grounding for a minute, because. You know, there's a lot of people now talking about grounding, you know, just literally getting out in bare feet and just walking yeah. on the grass. Yeah. I'm a big grounder. I, I ground or earthing all summer it. long, even sometimes in the winter. I did yes. this a couple of weeks ago. What, what's the deal with grounding? Because a lot of people are just saying, that's foo-foo, that's weird stuff. It feels really good. It does. Uh, I even swim in the ocean all year. Yeah, swimming in the ocean. I live in Thailand, so I go swimming. I'll be swimming in the ocean in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> grounding. What's the so, science behind so grounding? The, there's, there's a couple things. So when people are talking about the grounding um, on the earth or, or the Japanese have like that forest bathing thing, they're Shinrin, talking about- Shinrin Yoku. We Shinrin actually Yoku. introduced a girl at the Shinrin Yoku Club of California. Yeah, Very she runs cool. it, yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So, so that whole idea is, is in parallel with putting your feet in the grass mm. or going to swim in the ocean is, is the ion thing again. So okay. you're, you're readjusting your ion situation on your body, mm -hmm. electric ions. Now, that's grounding the world of ions. Okay. Grounding in the world of electricity is, is people are taking the pads and they're grounding them on the walls. So you're going back to the bed. Or, or have a grounding sheet on your bed. Okay. What's happening there 
is uh, they're taking the voltage that's coming through the air, it's coming on their skin, which we can measure, mm -hmm. the grounding mat is taking it and shunting it to the ground. Okay. The argument there and, uh, is that you're not really getting like any benefit because the voltage is still running through you and going to the ground. Yeah. Um, so my take on it is it does work because I've measured grounding mats. Mm -hmm. I've measured it. I've measured body voltage. You lie down on a grounding mat, boom, your voltage drops. Okay. But it's not like it's going away. It's not going away. It's just being shunted. Gotcha. Okay. Um, the other argument going back to the ionization world is that you're, you're retrieving ions back up through that wire, back up to you into your bed as well. Hmm. So I don't know. I'm not clear on the science of the whole thing, mm -hmm. but there's kind of two worlds when it comes to grounding. Okay. Interesting. So let's, let's talk about then what are the top three things people can do. Let's start talking about EMFs, EMF okay. fields. Give me the top three things people can do right now to reduce their EMF load. Turn your breaker off, number one. If Turn you your can. breaker off when you go to bed? When you go to bed, okay. in your bedroom. Fire that thing off. Okay, so you, no electricity in your no room electricity. at all. No electricity, try it out. All right, um, just the, for a week. We'll do a one week challenge. One week challenge. One week breaker challenge. Try it. There you go. You guys uh, should put that on your website, the one week breaker one challenge. One week breaker challenge. Yeah, see you know, how people writing testimonials and stuff. <laughs> and it's a really good so it's idea. Woo woo or it's real. <laughs> All right, so so turn off the breaker, number one. Unplug your Wi-Fi. Unplug your Wi-Fi. Or, or router. Router, Wi-Fi router, or put it on a lamp timer. Okay. Remember. We'll go back to the Wi-Fi one again. All right, there we go. Um, okay, so number two. Number two, mm -hmm. Wi-Fi router. Unplug wi it. Okay. Um, lamp timer, just like your dad did in the 70s with, mm -hmm. the, with the Christmas tree lights. Yeah, okay. Timer. Okay, so, um, so far, turn off the breaker, turn off the router, yeah. or lamp timer. Yeah. Okay. No, no technology in your bedroom. No technology in your bedroom. So that means okay. your cell phone's off. That means... Nothing's happening. No so laptops. the bedroom seems to be the important place. And yeah, well, because because we're not getting we're not getting any natural safe time. Hmm. We're not. Uh, you, you don't, and, and and so you want to you want to have at least seven to eight hmm. hours of quiet, hmm. quiet moments, quiet time, and and um, and those three are the biggest. Yeah. Okay. Top. Two suggestions for air quality in your home. Crack your window. Crack your window, so at least one, one centimeter. One centimeter. Half an inch-ish. If you can, avoid carpets. Okay, so go to hardwood or marble Hard floors. Hardwood. Now, is there is there a difference in wooden floors? Because I mean, yeah. there's like, must be like, is there like laminate, but then yeah. there must be like crappy versions Yeah, I mean, too, we're right? lucky in Canada, we're pretty strict, um, strict regulations on, on flooring and, yeah. and, and uh, the chemicals that are put in them. Okay. Um, however, you know how do you how do you trust that? Yeah. Who knows? Um, real wood's always top. Mm -hmm. Real wood flooring. Okay. Um, vinyl flooring is really great as well, except that it's horrible um, the way it's made. Yeah. So that's your trade-off. So vinyl flooring finished is is quite non-toxic. Okay. However, the way they make it is very toxic. Okay, PVC flooring is not a good one. Uh, nope. Yep. Um, and then, and then, yeah, laminate. You know, laminate you can keep clean and. Hmm. Okay. And, uh, what about the use of um, like, for instance, a lot of people like to clean the air with laid and stuff like that. Are you a big essential oil person? I like them. Yeah. I don't know much about them. Okay. Yeah, because I know a lot of people that you know, like when I especially go to Philippines. Big in the lavender. Like, they're just you know, lavender actually can be high in estrogenic. Though. It's an estrogenic. Love it. Well, there thing, you have yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, actually, when we interviewed Dr. Anthony J, he was saying that's yeah, one of the big ones. He goes, you gotta watch out for is actually lots of lavender because oh. it can raise your estrogen levels. Oh, okay. So I was like, oh, so no, you might want to you might want to cut back on the lavender okay. just a little bit. The problem okay. because they put it in so many things. Yeah. I was at Whole Foods a couple weeks ago. I just took a picture. I'm like, God, there was lavender everything. I'm like, no wonder people have a lavender overload. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I'm a big fan of essential wait, wait, oils myself. Wait, third, third thing third. for air quality. Oh, okay. Yeah. Third thing for air quality. Um, yeah. Uh, air purifier. Okay. Yes, air purifier. Any particular good brand? Just get yourself a HEPA. Although there's arguments that, that HEPA filters 
after a few months, they hold bacteria, so you got to replace the filter more often than... Have you seen the molecule one? I have. Yeah, it's got like the UV, apparently. It's the, yeah. They, they quote, I they're the don't. only ones that actually kind of like, like plants, you know how plants kind of create Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you, you going to say about molecule? I, I don't like anything that produces something else oh, after what does it, it purifies. Produce? Well, that's the argument, yeah. is, is they don't really say what it is, but the, the, the horrible ones um, that are using the UV uh, are, are producing ozone. I think there's does use UV. Right, so, so yeah. and their argument is, is no, we're not producing that much ozone, and I'm like, well, I, I kind of just, just filter my air. Hmm. The number one best thing to filter air with is just charcoal carbon. Okay. Same thing as like water. Yeah. Same idea. Yeah. Okay. Just keep it simple. Good old charcoal. Always comes to the rescue. Yeah. If you're hungover, charcoal <laughs> does everything. It's a miracle cure. Yeah. Um, what about, um, so you said true HEPA, right? Because there's a lot of like yeah. knockoff HEPAs now. So yeah, you got to well, find a true HEPA, right? I mean, obviously there's there's people coming out with filters that are like HEPA filters, but they can't, they won't call it a HEPA because they don't want to pay the, yeah, the copyright. Yeah, pay so. HEPA. Huh. Right, so. What about plants? NASA's got their top 10 yeah, list of plants. Yeah, plants are good. I like plants. So plants lily, that, lily, plants that, I saw that peace lily yesterday. It was about 40 bucks lily, though, but I was like, peace lily, pretty big snake though. plants. Yeah, I saw both of those. It was uh, the plants uh, I was looking at. I was like, oh, I recognize English, that one. English, English ID, I think, is one. Yeah. No, I like I like plants in the house. Um, nice. Just got to watch. Obviously, there's a few you got to watch. Out. We've got kids and pets and stuff yes. like that. So definitely Google it first. But yeah, NASA does have a top 10 list. Yes. But again, at the same time, you have to make, make sure that, again, uh, kids and pets at the same time. Yeah. They get anything else. Yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, so the water, we just pretty much, I'm assuming, we just like a charcoal filter. It's straight up. Water, water, charcoal. But the funny thing is, is a lot of people don't realize this, is what, as Vancouver's water is spectacular. It's really it good. It is quite good, isn't if it? You're, um, we have no fluoride. And, they, and they've, just, and they've just, they've slowly over the last few years, they've they've raised the pH up to seven. Okay. Whereas Vancouver water used to be down around five and a half. Okay. Um, and so they've done their due diligence. I don't know if you've ever been up to the Seymour Demonstration Forest. No. Huge facility up there that's, mm -hmm. that, not only that, but they're pumping the water from Capilano Dam up there, filtering it, bringing it down. But the only issue that you have, which is the reason to filter water in Vancouver, mm -hmm. is the old lead pipes. Oh, okay. And if you live near- Does, a, Do the filters take out lead? Yes. Typical filter. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I, sorry, I don't know if a charcoal one would, but like okay. a RO, a reverse osmosis. Oh, reverse osmosis would, yeah. Um, and then the other big one is if you live near one of the chlorine boosters. Yeah, I was going to ask you what your thoughts were on chlorine. Yeah. In the shower. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah. Okay. I, Do you I, have a shower filter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Filter the chlorine out of it. I, I, I don't like it. I'm actually, I can't go swimming in regular pools. Okay. I start getting a rash and I start sneezing. Now, most of those pools in Vancouver are salt water, are they not, for the most part? I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the outdoor pools, at least, anyways, yes. are, are, are yeah. in the summertime, yeah. or salt water. Yeah, West Van Pool is ozone. I think the YMCA pool is ozone. I know the one down there is not, because that thing <laughs> stinks of chlorine when you go in there. It's crazy. Yeah. You can't even go in there, it burns yeah. your eyes. Yeah, it burns my eyes, and I can't yeah. do it. So, yeah, so, so chlorine. I mean, I lived in East Van, and that was spectacular water. Yeah. That's right. I, I live just right on boundary. Yeah. yeah. And if you live near, uh, and you'll know if you have neighbors, there, there's chlorine booster stations all over the city. Okay. Right? And they have to. Okay. Because right? the bacteria the, the bacteria that makes people sick is far worse. Yeah, for sure. But no, you need chlorine. Right. Like you have to, yeah. So, um, you need in the water. You just don't want it in your body. Right. And, and, and so the carbon filters take out the chlorine, or most of it. Yeah. 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 Where you say what? Neighbors, though? If your neighbors, if you have, if you can smell your neighbor's water, like you go to your oh, neighbor's okay. house, have a drink of their water compared to your water, they might, they might be like a little bit closer gotcha. to a chlorine huh. booster. So now let's wrap this up because I don't want to keep you all day. We've been about an hour now. Where can people find out more about you? Like what's your, your website is? Yeah, I have a play on words. It's yes. called notalks.city. So your thing is not.com. It's actually .city. Dot .city. So notalks.city as in no toxicity. Yes. Very smart, huh? <laughs> what about Instagram, Facebook? Are you a social yeah, media I'm on, guy? I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, same thing, no talk city. Mm -hmm. um, Tell me how an average, like, how, like what is the, um, when, just explain to everybody kind of like really quickly what an average visit from you looks like. Is there an average visit? Like, is there a particular like there set you go no, through these certain tests? There has no? been no average visit. There is, there is sort of like a set test that I do. I come to the house, I spend the whole day there. We have a chat, we talk about the science measure the whole house and then we decide on mitigation um i'm lucky in that my history 
I'm an automation specialist. Mm -hmm. um, so I know wiring, I know technology, it's sort of like the back of my hand. Mm -hmm. I know networks. So I, I spend a lot of time mitigating as well. Yeah. Um, uh, but then I have real estate agents that call me up saying that my client's concerned about this cell tower, my client's concerned about this transmission line, and it's a one-hour visit. Hmm. Um, yeah, so and everything in between. So yeah. I have somebody who wants to just, no, I don't, I don't want you to measure, just paint my place. Yeah. So I'll manage, I'll manage the whole painting process and ground the system. And, and now when they say paint your place, is it because they're, is it with the EMF paint or is it yeah, the like EMF low paint. VOC paint? Yeah, the, yeah. EMF, uh, paint the EMF paint is zero VOC as well. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Huh. Very interesting. Cool. Well, anyways, I think that about wraps it up. I would like to thank you. Is there anything else you wanted to add at all? No, this is no? fun. Yeah, no, it was fun. I mean, we could actually go out forever. There's so many yeah. questions and things I have. We'll definitely do a part two another time. Yeah. Uh, but I think it was a lot of fun. So, yeah, guys, make sure you go check it out. Notox.city. Go thank check you. it out. You got to watch out for those invisible toxins. See, like we were talking about the beginning before we went on here is that it's a little difficult when I sign people about this because these are things you don't see. Like yeah. fried food, we can go, okay, KFC sucks, and this is good, you know. But there's things that we can easily measure. Yeah. These are invisible. Mm -hmm. And like you said, a lot of them are kind of like, yeah, there's studies that show, yeah, that they're, they're probably not good for you, but yeah, it's not black and white yet. It's not we black. just know that it's just kind of like artificial sweeteners kind of were to a point too. Now that the research is finally catching on, oh yeah, they actually are bad for you. Yeah. But for the longest time, in the 80s and the 90s, a lot of holistic people were saying, oh, artificial sweeteners aren't good for you. And they're like, well, there's no studies to back that up so you're an idiot well it's kind of like, well now there's studies to back yeah. it up but it was just kind of common sense yeah yeah so, same with uh smoking the first study that said smoking was bad was 1930 something yeah those guys were crazy as long as smoking <laughs> <laughs> i think i just can't wait for all the, mar the the marijuana studies to come out now to show everybody how it raises your estrogen and messes up your testosterone and yeah. does everything else it's coming it's coming right yeah. now everybody's on the the cannabis bandwagon but that's right i think it's only a matter of time before they get off that one too yeah we'll see they might be too stoned to know but Anyways, we'll find out. But anyways, thank you for coming on. Thanks so much. Right, thank you. You've been listening to the Health by Design podcast with wellness architect and functional lifestylist, Roar Alexander. If you enjoyed this, please make sure you share it to all your social media so I can get the word out there. And don't forget to join me at www.roaralexander.com to get all the latest updates, blogs, podcasts, and guest interviews with my special guests from all over the world, as well as to set up your own personal call for one-on-one -on -one coaching through my Health by Design life and body transformation programs. Again, that's www.roaralexander.com. I'll see you again soon. And again, thanks for tuning in to the Health by Design podcast.